Vitamizers, welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. As always, I'm Allison here in Austin, Texas with MSW Nutrition. And guess what? They're the ones who bring this podcast to you. (laughs) So I'm very excited to share this episode with you guys today. But before I do the intro... This podcast is brought to you by MSW Nutrition. MSW Nutrition is a supplement line designed to help support your body in as many ways as possible, starting with the liver. By helping to repair liver health, you're supporting your body's biggest detox organ so that it can do its job taking care of the rest of you. We carry supplements to help with mood, stress, energy, weight loss, gut health, immunity, and much more. Any product carrying the MSW Nutrition label will be produced in an FDA-certified lab and contain the most bioavailable version of those nutrients possible. Make sure to check out our website at www.mswnutrition.com to see all the latest stacks to help you reach your health goals. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date with their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. We also have a brand new online workout community called Online Workout Badasses, where we have three donation-based Zoom workout classes a week and an amazing community of people who are all working to be healthier together. Please join below in the show notes. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more about Flabs to Fitness at www.flabstofitness.com. So today's podcast was sent to me by Baldo, and the subject line of the email says, John and I rambling about life. If that gives you an indication, (laughs) this is basically just a hang session with John and Baldo, but they've got some really cool updates with the company and science and all that good stuff. So I know you guys are going to really love this episode. Here is Nurse Doza and Baldo at Tex-Mex Yogi on the How Do You Health podcast. All right, guys, welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. We got a nice little special episode prepared for you guys today. It's Friday morning, our favorite time of the day of the week. And uh, we are doing a special edition of Just Like John and I, where you have some things to update the people about. It's also a really cool Friday because uh, Ocean Lab, one of our sponsors, is uh, it's their anniversary all this weekend. We were there late last night doing the party vibes and and uh, shout out to Eric because we built a barge they did most mostly and uh, and we're putting it out on the lake in Lake uh, Austin uh, or Town Lake or Ladybird Lake or <laughs> you know, like there's so many names for it here in downtown Austin and that barge is solely for a DJ booth um, because after that, we're going to get all these people in ca- paddleboards and kayaks to <laughs> surround us, and we're just throwing a party. And uh, if you are in Austin, and uh, if you're listening to this episode way afterwards, and then that's fine, too. Then you just know those kind of things happen, but you should 
reach out to us because we're going to continue doing those. The plan is to do two more barges, one for the vitamin bar and another one for a little um, for, for a little dance platform as well, too. But here we go. We got uh, Nurse Doza and myself, Tex Mix Yogi. We're going to talk a little bit of health and little state of the world. The state of the world. We're, I don't want to time us like too much because we've kind of stayed away from all that right now. Yeah. Um, well, someone told me about uh, Lebanon yesterday. Well, yeah. I, know, I was like, I didn't. I have. Yeah. I have, do not open the news yeah. anymore. I I've just been stopped. Much, I've been much happier since I stopped watching news. I happened to get a glimpse of it the other day, and it just was exactly what you imagine. Like just everything negative, 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 and then one even more negative thing. Like oh, and then one bit of news, actual news, you know. And so I just it doesn't feed me, right? Well, what's interesting because I find it that if it's really that important, you'll still hear about it. Except that you're not hearing about it from like the news outlets that are just making everything way worse. That are just making it like, oh my God, the world's gonna end. And it's like, if it's that important, you still hear about it. But it's like, oh yeah, this happened. Like it kind of sucks. And there's some theories out there that this and this and this and that. But my nervous system is not like shocked with like just overwhelming amount of messages that are that because then at the end of the day, like three weeks later, you're still like. Well, I think that this is what happened. And someone was like, no, I really think that this is what happened. It's like, well, no one really knows. So right? what? Like, you, you, <laughs> well, it's weird because if you get on social media, then you get a lot of your news that way, right? And so then you get, like, biased opinion from friends because they're posting about this. Like, I mean, honestly, you can get on Facebook and there's a post about political left and right. You know, there's something about religious on top of it, right? And yeah, I kind of stay away from just those hot topics because it's just not one of those things you want you want to, I guess, discuss with people, right? Because yeah. we've talked about mindset before. And it's really interesting because I think we should get to the point where we understand that you have a very strong mindset and I'm not really going to change or alter it, right? It's more of a discussion, right? I think because maybe if I can be open-minded to gain a little more insight about what you believe and how you believe it, then I can see where you're coming from and I don't have to necessarily agree with it. I can just say, wow, that's an interesting take on it. Like, I, I see your point of view, yeah. you know? And and with this discussion, even now, I guess, timing ourselves out, like, basically, it's not it's not the most sensible conversation, right? So it's it's just like, I don't want to have that conversation, right? You know, because it, it, it feels like it's not getting anywhere, yeah. right? And so I, I don't, I want to be in a room with people who, have a very positive mindset, you know, one, but then on top of it are open-minded to hearing someone else's opinion. Yeah. Well, I just have the, I'd just rather have discussions about how are we improving the world? Like, let's have, because there's plenty of things that you can talk about that, right? And, and that's a very creative mindset, right? Because it's like, well, this doesn't exist, but we can exist. Uh, and then, I don't know, I, I like to think about, like, you know, just create your own reality. Well, that's what it is. I mean, fear is based in your head, right? Yeah. So if, if you look at what we can manifest or create, if you will, um, then we can create being scared of this or being fearful of that or, or being afraid to do this. But the truth is, if you have someone that says, like, you know what, if you just switch that word around, yep. right, and just say, I, I, from, my, from my can't to I can. Yeah. Because I'm a Mexican. Right? And then you just keep going over <laughs> and over and over and over again. What was it the other day? You're like, oh, well, where there's a will, where there's, if there's a will, there's a way. And I was like, well, if there's no will, there's a Juan. And that guy can do it because he's a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, you just go to Home Depot and pick up Juan and he's got it. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, I always used to tell this guy that, that is like, hey, dude, if you just have like a... Uh, what is it like a, a hanger like I, I'll fix it 
Like, don't even worry about it. You're just MacGyver that way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've seen you open a, a bottle of Topo Chico, like, from every which way. The seatbelt, you know, like, uh, like the, the seatbelt itself in the car to, like, a lighter to keys. Like, you know, yeah. I think you bit it off one time, right? I mean, and this, that's is not, what... this is not a screw-off. Like, it's not a twist-off, right? Like, like, you bit it off one time. I was like, you probably shouldn't do that again. It's like, hey, champions find a way. I know. that's what... Champions find a way. Yeah. So, like, on a side note, it really is... Like, I, I can, because there was a time we were at, oh, or Future Frontiers last year, and Baldo and I were giving an IV to this person, and uh, they happened to be head of, like, a booth that was right next to us, and the marshal came in and was going to shut us all down because we forgot our hand-washing station. He shut a few other people down. And he shut a few other people down, and so Baldo comes up to me. I'm talking to this guy who's getting an IV. He's like, hey, they're about to shut us down uh, if we don't have a, <laughs> a hand-washing station. So I look at him, and I say, well, you got this? And he just kind of nods. He's like, yeah, I'll be back. He comes back. And he's like, he just kind of winks at me. I was like, that's badass. Well, the person who had the IV, his booth got shut down because the staff came up and said like, hey, like we couldn't find it. Like we didn't know what to do. So we're all going to pack up and go. Yeah. And so he just sat there and kind of looked at me and I just kind of like, well, you know, like that's like, what'd you do? And I was like, well, I went to the back. There was a, I found a, uh, you know, those big old ice coolers with like, yeah. the thing, right? And uh, yeah. Because really what it was like, well, what is it that you need? What, what constitutes a, a washing station? So like, well, basically the guy's like, well, you basically need something with the spout and, and, uh, and then like you need something to catch the water. Yeah. And you need some napkins and you need, you know, some, some soap. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got that. And then I just went around and I was like, does this look like a spout? He's like, yeah, that looks like a spout. I was like, sweet. So that I could use this and this is like, I mean, yeah, technically you can. That's what it is. I was like, sweet. Yeah. Then we got it, right? He's like, yeah, you got it. You're passed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly, this all happened within five minutes. Yeah, like, this correct. didn't happen. Well, because the the Future Frontiers people came and they're like, hey, what do you need? I was like, oh, no, I got it already. Don't even worry yeah, about it. Yeah, because they were freaked out because other people got shut down. And so we were like, well, I mean, we got this. Like, we were... We weren't waiting for someone else to come and kind of fix the situation. It's like we knew we had to handle it, right? So, like, the mindset was – it was it was one of the one points in, like, like you know, our, our, I guess, our relationship, friendship, and business that was, like, you just know at this point, like, I can just count on you. Yeah. Right? Like, I just – that's that's an incredible – Wait, sometimes feeling, I'll right? tell you things just to be like – just so you know, like I'm about to fix something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of cool. No, there's this this is weird thing. Ever since we started working together, there's this energy of of just uncertainty, and it's this like anticipation more than anything else. And it's like I remember when I used to drop you off when you go to yoga in the morning. I'd go to the gym. Uh, that I was like, I wonder who we're gonna run into or talk to today. Yeah. Like I never know who we will run into and like what conversation we're gonna have, because I almost feel like that's continued four years later. Like every single day, I have a feeling that like we're gonna have like the best conversation ever, and it's gonna be about something we never thought possible or we didn't even think was gonna talk about. Like, I mean, like earlier this week, I had two different conversations the same day with a person who was uh, a farmer. I had, yeah. I had two talks with two different farmers. Like that doesn't happen normally, right? Like I live in a downtown like. But we've been metro. we've been wanting to attract that. Right, so that's been something that we've kind of set out into the universe. Is like, hey, I need to talk to more farmers. I mean, think about three months ago. You're like, I've never even talked to a farmer. I don't even know how to do all this. And now all of a sudden, we've talked to like, like six a bunch of, of farmers yeah. in the past like six months. Yeah, you know. So it's it's really interesting how you just attract that, right? Well, like it's you the put mindset. It out there. Yeah, it's correct. the mindset once again, right? It's what you put out there is what you'll attract. And the law of attraction. I think we probably even talked about it like when we were in our twenties. You know, like I remember reading books and reading Napoleon Hill. And and reading uh, the secret and rich that poor. But back guy. in the day, I was like, how am I gonna get an A without actually studying? 
like back in and <laughs> I, I did not think about it that way I, I, uh, I thought it was like it's either a or b like that's pretty much what it is like there's no subtle it's how much effort i put into it right because the truth is i knew at a younger age i was smart but i just didn't apply myself because i was lazy because yeah. i could get by with it right and because you would run into me going to class i'd be like hey we're gonna go we're gonna go to the bar yeah. and it's 2 p.m and i'm like yeah I'll, i'm down, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's college right that's what happened i mean truthfully we thought we were going to open a bar. Like, yeah. we always talked about it, and we finally did. It's just we got healthy, and we decided to open a healthy bar. So, yeah. I mean, even that kind of mindset. Well, imagine if we would have had a regular bar, we'd be shut down right now. Yeah, we would, actually. That's just, that's incredible, right? Because we became essential. Yeah. So you talk about the mindset, and, like, we – what did I say earlier? I said something to someone yesterday. I was like, yeah, be recession-proof. Yeah. Like, that's how you want to go about your, your business. Right. And for whatever reason that may be, just think of, I mean, think about it. I'm also a chiropractor. Right. So back pain's never going to go away. Like that's always going to be the case. And I have to put my hands on you in order to get you better. So there's no app for that. Yeah. Like massage therapy is not going away. Right. But if you think about it, like a nurse practitioner, I can see you in an app through a FaceTime. Yeah. I don't have to see you face. I don't have to put my hands on you. I had his physician tell me one time, which was incredible. He literally said, he goes, I know why chiropractors get people uh, better. Like he goes, because um, you actually put your hands on the patient. Yeah, it's a human touch. This is right? a doctor telling me, like, from another doctor to another, it's like, you put your hands on the patient, so you automatically have a leg up on getting them better. The physical touch is, in, is everything, right? So, like, if you have energy that you're projecting on a physical standpoint, even if you're not touching someone, you're social distancing, what am I projecting to you in your aura and your field, right? That I'm saying, like, I want you to get better. I want to think positive. How can I give you some of my my positive energy and then we can kind of converse back and forth through that i mean it's almost like if you sit in a room and you meditate or breathe with a bunch of people that energy that vibration you just naturally take in and you you naturally raise yourself up right oh, yeah. it's the same deal if you walk in a room there's a bunch of weird energy and you just take that on you're like yeah uh, i feel weird after leaving that or you could tell the conversation was like there's something off here right so you have to be able to I guess adapt and respond to that even in business right mindset too like someone tells you no that's a dumb idea you have to be able to bounce off that and say well that's no. exactly why i need to do it yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but that's a different mindset yeah you, how long did it take you to get that um it, it, well i mean I, I never really had a job until after college because i was i always played tennis and then i went right into a sales job which just because it was like well until i get an actual job but by the time I got a job offer. It was literally like they were gonna hire you because it's sales, right? And you're like, yeah, you're gonna, you either gonna make money or you don't. But by the time I actually got my first job offer, they were like, well, that's less than what I'm already making, right? Because my, my co, my or my manager, Marcus Robbins, which I love to death, because he taught me a lot of what I know still. It was just always like you just find a way, like it. And he would, he was very brash about that. Like he was sometimes it would be frustrating, but at the same time, like I've kind of grown on my own as well too. So it's just like I kind of understood that. I was like, well, there's no excuses, right? Like the best excuse is no excuse, and you just figure it out, right? And and then he would give examples. This is how I did 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 it one time whenever this happened, and I would never. My answer to whatever my situation or sales goal was uh trouble was was never the same answer that he gave me an example of it was more like 
Well, that just served as an example of like it can be done some way, one way or the other. So I guess I just got to find my own way. And then I would just figure that out. Right. And then at some point, like you develop all sorts of different habits. And I think that's really the key to everything is developing the habits. Right. We, we keep talking about the idea of just be um, it's a big download that I had. Right. It's just like whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Like, you just have to be it. Like, just be yourself that, whatever it is. Even if you have to pick, like, just one thing that embodies that thing that you want to be, uh, then you just develop a discipline to, of that, at least of that one thing. And now, all of a sudden, you already embody at least a part of that thing you want to be. And then the second thing is way easier. And so then it's like, just be. Just whatever that is, just be it. Yeah. I like I like your discipline, though. It, it, it actually inspires me a lot of times to, you know, say like, well, what, what can I work harder at? Right. But there's a lot of people who don't have that discipline. Sure. Right. And what's interesting about in business is, and I think, I think I kind of knew this before I started working with you, but I mean, your goal is here in front of me. You say, that's what it is. We're going to make, we're going to meet it. We're going to manifest that. And that's, what's going to happen. My mind is like, well, what's the path that we're going to take to get there? Sure. Like what are the little checkpoints and little things that could arise and could go this way? And how are we going to stay on the right track, right? And we talked about this, and our vision has it's evolved a little bit, right? But it's still kind of stayed the same over the past four years, right? And so throughout thick and thin and even pandemics, we've literally had to stay the course and say, like, all right, we, are we going to pivot this way? Are we going to pivot this way? Yeah, well, there are two big things. We're going to make the new health insurance, which I think we're pretty much I there already. Did. I think and we did. Then, and, then, uh, and then make food free. Yeah. Right, so everything else, if it doesn't get us – if it's not a step in that direction, then – then it's not a step to take. So then I don't necessarily need to know what the path is. I just know that it will, is it, is it in that direction or is it not? Well, the thing is, though, you're very disciplined. Yeah. Right? There's people out there that get swayed very easily, right? Think about a 30-day challenge where people are like, well, I want to lose weight. I got to eat like this for only 30 days, and then I you know, go back to the way I was. It's like, no, it's like you, this is just the way you eat now. So changing the neuroplasticity of the way that you just approach food. Yeah over 30, 40 years of a lifetime is a very hard way to just say like, okay, well, I'm just going to fast now. Like you're a fasting expert, but when people look at you sometimes and you say, I do a six day fast, they're like, there's no way. Like I could never do that. Yeah. Right. Like they automatically go to that. Well, for me, anytime you think that, which is why I'm also doing the, the celibacy this year, anytime I think like, oh, I could never do that. Then it's like, well, that's exactly why I need to do it. Like, it's as easy, like, that's usually my mindset with stuff. It's like, anytime I find myself, like, oh, I could never do that. Not not because, like, I could never hurt someone, then that's why I should hurt I mean, someone. I get that. But, <laughs> but let me ask you this, though. Do you have a comfort zone? Uh, I mean, it's always expanding. Right. But you know, you somehow wired your brain to say, here's my comfort zone. So I need to step out. I'll, I'll tell you this, actually. I've told this story not very many times just because I, ba- I barely remembered it the other day but when i was uh younger and i think i told you this once like i used to be very ocd like to the point where like i, I used yeah. to like tie my shoelaces like three times on each side or like if i did that then i had to do it here or like all that stuff and at some point no one told me this and my i had all the movie posters because i used to love movies and they were all like, always like just perfectly in line with each other and i used to be so like freaky about like can i get a measurement tape mom so i can like make sure that this is in line with that other one and like all that like just super like freak and at some point i was like i don't like that because it would stress me out and i was like maybe like eight or nine years old at this point and and i just don't like that and so i I just decided you know what i'm just gonna put all my all my posters like just in a weird angle just out of place and i'm just gonna get comfortable with it 
And it freaked me out for like a week. I remember that until I was like, well, I guess it, I'm not going to do anything about it because I already decided I'm not going to do anything about it. So I'm just going to have to get comfortable with it. And and I was like eight or nine years old, but I can still remember like making that conscious decision that I wasn't going to do anything about it because I no longer wanted to be that. You know, like I didn't want to be. And then, yeah, and then the, the shoelaces thing stopped and then the other thing stopped. And it was just like it just made sense all of a sudden. And because my friends weren't doing that, my friends had like all crooked things and never bothered them. It never bothered them that their posters were all crooked and all yeah. that stuff. And I would walk into a room and I would be like, what the fuck's going on? You know, like, why are those things not straight? You know? Yeah. And sometimes I still get that um, where I'm just like, ah, oh, that thing's crooked or you know, whatever. I think you have to be OCD to a certain extent. I mean, you just have to have standards. Sure. I think that's what it comes down to, right? You just can't be too in-depth about it, right? I guess, right, to a certain point. But um, I was... I had a NLP session yesterday with Annette. Yeah. And it was interesting because it's neuroplasticity and it's rewiring of the brain. I think it was really cool because she she had me go through this exercise and it was like a it was some kind of Hawaiian spirituality diagram and it was really cool and it's basically there's like, you know, the universe, there's earth, there's us and our connection to earth and the connection to reality. And um she kind of took me through this exercise, like, what do you see? You know, this exercise was the first image that pops up to you. I started describing it. And um, she's like, okay, cool. So, like, what is it that you envision going forward? Like, what are the two, like, left and right? Like, what are the extreme spectrums that you want in, in life or whatever? What do you see yourself as? And I said, well, I have this professional image of myself. And here it is over here. Then I have the family image, like me being a dad. And she goes, so what is it that comes to you when you see those images? And the the work one was me surrounded by a bunch of people talking, interacting. Maybe I, for some reason I kept having a suit on. For some reason that was weird. And uh, I noticed that be president, vice president. <laughs> it was a gray suit, so I don't know if I get by with that. But <laughs> well, we're just gonna just reinvent this. Just Armani all day, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, there was the lights were fluorescent, and it was a lot of like very chill mellow colors like gray and blue and all that as well and then some the, deep house in the, the, the family <laughs> one was very light and it was bright it was like a picnic we were rolling around in the park outside we're all smiling and laughing it was very interesting that those are the images that popped up because both of them i associated with like i'm in my element but yet like they're different the, but they're very different so then that was like well what would you change with those images and you're like can you change your perception of how you see yourself in that image. And so the image of me working was like me in a suit being around a bunch of people and it was kind of like fluorescent light. It was kind of darker. And I had to switch it to where I was sitting kind of in a shirt like this, talking to people like in a very like round table setting. And it was a lot of interaction between us face to face and the lights got brighter. Yeah. Which was very interesting. And so I could feel my brain literally shifting that image in my brain to say like no think of it as like this now so the mindset is a very powerful tool because you have to like there was times when i was doing that that i could have backed away and said like no nah, i don't get it i lose focus sure but then i was like no i'm gonna go further i'm gonna train my brain it's like no make the lights brighter in your in your mind with this picture change the people who are sitting there you're trying to change your attire so right? you can create whatever you want right so and i did it because I know it stuck with me because when I woke up, we started discussing it. I could still see that. I mean, I'm seeing the image right now as I'm discussing it. Yeah. And it's like it's there now. It's an implanted image in my brain that now has life to it. Yeah. 
Well, it's funny because I've been telling. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah, we have we have some guests here, so sometimes I'm talking to the guests. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, what was I say? I keep having this like image, like during meditations or just during visualizations, where like I'm shaking, like the president's hand, like a. Uh, and like he's thanking me for for like whatever I imagine is because we built the new healthcare system or something like that, and I, I keep trying to get that image clear because I know visual just how powerful visualization is. And at some point I was like, I think that it's like it's us shaking hands, uh, you know that like you're the president, I'm the vice president. So I can't wait to just have like deep house music vibes over at the White House. <laughs> like that's 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 how i can see it right like you walk into the white house and there's just like some groovy music going on and people are like dude this thing's going down and fucking like whatever country and like this and that i was like dude just chill like like what's so what's the solution right like it's and and then they'll be like well i think we should do this like that's fine let's do that right like that's kind of how i see it because the other day we had emily rose come in here right and she's she's great and and she said look i want to be the first female president and i was like let's do it like that's not a problem yeah. right and then we were discussing some other topic and she's like but that's just not the way that it works like things go this way and go that way and i'm just sitting in the background like yeah but you, they can always just be a different way right like you just have to make that happen this podcast is brought to you by msw nutrition msw nutrition is a supplement line designed to help support your body in as many ways as possible starting with the liver by helping to repair liver health, you're supporting your body's biggest detox organ so that it can do its job taking care of the rest of you. We carry supplements to help with mood, stress, energy, weight loss, gut health, immunity, and much more. Any product carrying the MSW Nutrition label will be produced in an FDA-certified lab and contain the most bioavailable version of those nutrients possible. Make sure to check out our website at www.mswnutrition.com to see all the latest stacks to help you reach your health goals. Someone told me the world can change in seconds. Oh, yeah. So what you I think thought, they can change in a thought. Yeah, so whatever you thought a second ago is not true anymore. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? Tim, our, our good friend, we keep name dropping. Tim Biohacker was like, whatever got you here doesn't mean it's the right thing right don't yeah. do what got you here right maybe you have to change it up a little bit and I, I i think that we're always adapting and i i i look at having a mindset of being more open minded to what i don't know right because i get humbled every day and i feel like i have a path and i understand it i guess i have a craft right a skill set that is better than most people at certain things right but then you have something that you're better at and you have something that you're better at and it's cool because when you look at like a master class setting you you give these tools and i who was saying it earlier this week is saying in their utility belt they kept saying in my utility belt and i was like that's a perfect way i think about it batman right i love batman and he always had something for every situation he was always cool under collectors i got my battering i got my my anti, you know, bat elephant spray or whatever, you yeah. know, like just, and I, it's like, okay, he was already prepared, but he was also trained and skilled to be prepared for that situation. So it's not like you're going to know what situation comes up. It's just more like, all right, in life, we, we know that the unknown is possible. So anything that comes up, it's adaption. I think I can adapt to it and handle stress, stressful situations in a very good way for my health. And then I can promote longevity because of it. Right. And so I look at all the conversations I've had in the past four years, which I really feel like the last four years of my life have been a whole separate chapter. Like it's just, it's a, it's, it's been a blessing. 
to yeah. say the, the least. And the conversations I have, it's very much knowledge and wisdom, right? It's not anything like a book that uh, that you can read. Like you can read any kind of book, and you want it's like, hey, this is. Uh, Dude, a we should we should get Carlos GPS guy on uh, <laughs> on a podcast. Thanks, buddy. Keep working hard, man. <laughs> and and uh, if if you if you think about well, we got all our vials in, which is very. That's awesome. Yeah, so for y'all listeners at home, we're also a vitamin IV clinic here uh, broadcasting live from this place. So we got a bunch of vials, so it's like Christmas Day all over again. Um, but, yeah, just if you have someone who you meet that's really successful, what I would say is just ask them as many questions as you can without bugging the hell out of them, right? And if they sense that you're a, a pretty cool person, they'll probably give you some advice. And a lot of those times... A lot of those times, the advice might be good or bad, but I've tended to like, like I don't know, take a little bit of something from each conversation and maybe run with it, right? Like they said one thing that I was like, you know what? That's a good, that's a good approach. It's a something I'll, you know, pocket later, and then I'll think about it later when, when the situation's right. It's essentially you're passing along tools in life and existence, and that's really what all we're doing. We're we're all energy, trapped in these vessels we call human bodies and we're bumping into each other all the time we're just balls of energy right bumping and grinding i guess you would put it that way but <laughs> you, you bump into one another and you say i'm sorry but in return <laughs> i'll give you this to leave with right you can say the metaphorical scar or bruise right and then you say i'm going to move on right i bump yeah. into a wall i don't stop and sit down and cry about it it's like i got a big bruise but i keep going you ever seen the guy with like a broken leg or something and they're in the gym and they're still lifting? Well, we see that here all the time, right? Because they come in and like, oh, I'm injured, but like, can I still work out tomorrow? We had a person yesterday <laughs> fell off a horse without a helmet on and then asked like, well, can I, can I work out? And I was like, no, just take today off. Just take today off. Like, but that's two days off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just take today off. Like, yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But that's a mindset. Yeah. I can't stop working out. What? Because that's the thing. Like, well, we've seen a number of people, a lot of women, who uh, they freak out when they, you tell them that like you shouldn't work out in the next week, and they're like, "But, but I'm, I have anxiety." Well, I will say not just women. I think it's just for workouts. It it's a it's lifestyle. It's presented differently. It's a lifestyle. For, men, for, sure. for guys, guys will feel like their muscles are getting smaller. Because yeah. that's how I feel like. Like, if I worked out, like, three or four days, I feel like I'm getting smaller by the second, right? Women will probably say, I'm getting more bloated. Like, I can feel I'm getting, like, bigger. And I'm like, yeah, that's interesting because, like, it's probably not the case at all. It's probably just water weight for both of us, you yeah. know? So I'm not too worried about it in that sense. But letting go, especially, like, now, I work out, I don't know, two, three times a week if I'm lucky. For Yesterday there was an hour. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. I mean, I used to work out two hours at a time. Like, that was amazing. But I can't carve out two hours in a day right now because, I mean, I just stopped. I haven't worked out this week. I was like, screw it. Well, I'm doing my push-ups in the morning. Are you still – what yoga are you doing now? Are you doing like – I do a lot of restorative yoga. Yeah? But, yeah. And, but I do my fifth push-ups in the morning and uh, some jumping jacks. Keep it simple. Like, I get some movement in. Like, it's definitely – movement is definitely part of my morning routine. Sometimes that movement is like an hour workout. A lot of times it's just – 50 push-ups yeah. um, or some squats and like just in place. Yeah. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. But 
semen retention helps with muscle growth. And so that's been, I, I can notice that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's like next time he's next time he's just like being like a little too too touchy. He's like, babe, like your muscles are getting smaller. Like you need to, <laughs> you need to step away for for a week. That's funny. I've, Three I've, weeks is the is the. Is like the prime part of like muscle growth because of semen retention. So what is, I'll show what you the whole year. Do you're gonna walk in like the Hulk or what? Maybe. <laughs> so I had I had a conversation with a client one time about his labs, and I you know you've heard this before too. But like we were talking testosterone, and so his numbers was like his total testosterone was like a thousand. And he's our age. He's like 38. So at the time, he's like, I don't know, 34, 35 or something. And I was like, you don't take testosterone, do you? And he's like, no, I don't. I said, what do you do to get your numbers so high? I got to know. Like, I haven't seen this before. And he straight up said, here's my routine. He says, I take this, da, da, da. And then every day in the shower, in the morning, right, you know, before I get go to work, you know, I take care of business. Like, it's consistent, like brushing his teeth. And I was like... That's that's incredible because his mindset is like this is just part of like what I need to do in yeah. my daily routine. Like it's just it's interesting. It's yeah. working, you know, which I thought was crazy. So it's probably it, all the other things he's taking. Well, because boxers do it all the time. But, but see, I've heard I heard that keeps your numbers up. But boxers do it all research. the time. Do, doctor, I mean, uh, boxers do it all the time. They just won't have sex for like a month before. Because they want to like they they want to be like top performers in the boxing ring because they they get so fatigued with every punch well, they, so they need to optimize every single little beat. But what that, about the idea if you don't use it you lose it? No, you don't. No, I'm showing you some articles I've been reading. Okay, yeah. because what I've understood it as as you get older, one of the reasons why guys have prostate issues is because they stop ejaculating. Okay, so 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 there's a. There's also a, a practice to channel that energy. So that's that's the other part of yeah, it. You yeah, you go do that with all the nursing home patients. I'm sure, sure they're willing to go do that. Well, yeah. Maybe I should start a program that does. Like, hey, I'm yeah, coming I'm over sure for they're going to tell you. It's like, they're like, like no, gotta... I still have a few years left to me. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to where you're at right now. Why do you want to join me where I'm at? I was like, well, because it's whatever. Like, you can, I'm trying to levitate. <laughs> just all that kinetic energy is building up it's like Paul is just floating on a cloud yeah. like just everywhere like that guy used to get laid so bad and you're like well I'm levitating now yeah. like you're like I guess that's pretty cool how long did it take you to get there you're like two years I don't think so I think I think you would be able to do it like in a week if you could levitate and it would say five years <laughs> and, you could, and you could do it like Superman like you could fly I'd, uh, done <laughs> no question like done sign me up tomorrow hell yeah dude be, climbing would be so much easier i just like well i'm just gonna fly <laughs> i really only climb because i want to get to the top so i can like see the world from the top so if i can just fly up there then that's way easier but so doesn't take the fun out of all the hiking like the challenge i mean sure but come on <laughs> I could fly. I could do all the mountains. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'd like to see that research because <laughs> I don't know. That'd be. I like I said. I just complete opposite end. Like that's why yeah. the whole like cutting the vast difference when you're getting a vasectomy 
leads to increased prostate. But you start making it. You start making it, right? Like or something. I don't know. No, I'll, you can make it, it. It just blinks. <laughs> like you. Well, take it back. You go through the motion, just nothing comes out. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying. If that's the case, that then where does it go? Does it build up? But like I used to do that all the time, just to like have multiple orgasms, like just retain my semen, like whenever during intercourse. That's like tantric, tantric sex. Like that's not a problem. Yeah, but eventually it gets released. Sure. Like this is saying like it doesn't, because like I imagine like if if there's a guy who's like seven years old, and he eats like crap, and he doesn't exercise, drinks a lot of beer, got a vasectomy. And well, like, yeah, but then you probably. And, uh, and they never have sex, right? Yeah, but then at that point, you're probably retaining, like, a lot of very unhealthy sperm. Or I don't know if that works that way. but Probably, right? Because if you – whatever you eat, it's – I mean, you're a byproduct of whatever you take in your body. Yeah. Right? So I'm sure there's a difference between McDonald's. Dude, so when I when <laughs> I do have a baby, it's going to be, like, a little fucking, like, super boy. She's going to come flying out. He says he wants to have a kid when he's like 60, what? Like 60? 55 to 60. Fred was 50. Hell yeah, see? <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> You heard him earlier. He's like a big kid, right? So then imagine, like, he's like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. Now I'm ready. <laughs> I think I'm a teenager now. I think I, I, think I know I'm how to outsource this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, um, that's cool. But anyway, so I think we're going to finish it up there because it's going nowhere else. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next one that John and I will be doing, we're going to be uh, discussing every single one of our supplements and telling you guys all about their benefits and what they do for you. And I hope you uh, look forward to that one. Other than that, I love you guys and peace and love.